Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Very serious show so far. My my uh, councilwoman Joanne Ariola was on at six forty, and uh, she says she's fighting for me and all my neighbors and all these rumors about Fort Tilden and and uh, Floyd Bennett Field and of course across Motor Inn, Cross Bay Boulevard, Howard Beach. She contends they're just rumors, and she's wrong. She's just wrong. I love her. I'm glad she's fighting for me. I live there. But we're not waiting for Joanne or anybody else to figure this thing out. We're not. We don't care what the mayor says. He doesn't tell the truth. We don't care what, quite frankly, the council people say, even Republicans, because they don't even know. I can't tell you how many of these stories have been broken the last couple of weeks by Curtis. He knows before Vicky and Joanne and all these ladies. And I love these ladies. I love them. But they don't know. And then when they find out, they, you know, they, they're, they're tied to so many other people in politics. You think I give a rat's ass what Kathy Hochul says, that lying witch? I'm going to wait for the border to be secure? Are you nuts? You know, 16,000 illegals walking on Beach 134 in Bell Harbor this summer, waiting for the secure the border to get secure? You're out of your mind. Like I said, Ed Day said it, I'll say it too. I will punch somebody across the face before I let that happen. So Curtis was great. We're going to talk to Greg Kelly. Gordon Chang says, U.S. versus China. It's coming. Get ready, World War Three. He's always a blast on a Friday. He'll join us coming up at 840. Yeah, he's a lot of laughs. What was this tweet that he sent out? They basically said we're all going to die. He's not even kidding. Get ready for the inconceivable or something <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that. Just, <laughs> this guy's on lines. Fox News. It's, it's, not like a, it's not like a comedy show like Chanel's about to talk to us about. This guy's on Fox News. Get ready for the inconceivable. <laughs> the Chinese are going to kill all of us. I hope it's uh, after May 27th, so Chanel gets her show in. She's got a big show coming up. Chanel Omari is uh, one of the great comedians we've got in New York today. Lovely young lady, does her own podcast as well. Chanel in the City, which you clearly stole from Sex in the City. Yeah. How do you get away with that? Well, I wouldn't say stole. I would say imitation, imitating. Yeah. Oh, you stole it. Um, <laughs> yeah, he stole the name. I love how it's yeah. you're more blunt than a comedian. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I, I'm, see, I told you this a couple of days ago. Yeah. I've been offered time and time again. There was one night, true story, there's a comedy club called Pips in Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn. Uh-huh. Andrew Dice Clay started there. Uh, who was the uh, David uh, Great uh, comedian? Died a couple of years ago. Went to Brooklyn College. Come on. He was on Carson all the time. Ronnie Dangerfield? No. no. Well, he didn't start there, but he's, he was a great comedian. His first name was David. He had his own club. David? David Brenner. David, yeah. David Brenner. And, and even uh, Joan Rivers all performed yeah. there. 
So it's like the mid-80s, I'm all coked up and drunk, you know, like you were last night. And, uh, <laughs> and they go, you want to do an amateur night? And I did it, and I was horrible. So I've been offered Danny Zoldan, now that I'm famous and good-looking and all that stuff, right. uh, go and host one of these shows, and I just won't do it. Nothing in life scares me other than preparing material. Now, my former partner, Bernard, God rest his soul, he was great with that. See, I'm much funnier than Bernard off the cuff, but he can prepare great material. You can do both, I guess, right? Yeah, so here's the thing. There's a lot of debate here in the comedy world about that, right? About getting great material to be a great comic. I don't believe in that. So I opened up for Cedric the Entertainer before the pandemic, and what he taught me was being a great comic is about being off the cuff, being a great storyteller, and just making it funny. It's not necessarily about the punches every second. You know, that's a little bit I get the art of that. You know who does that? Jackie Martling does that. Yeah. He says he gives you, and he's funny as hell, but he gives you like a million jokes in 30 seconds. And some people are great at that, you yeah. know? And I do love writing material, and it's very hard. I understand why it's nerve wracking for someone like you as well, you know? Because yeah. after reality TV, I went back into it, and, I, was, and I, I wrote my jokes. I knew they were funny, but sometimes you perform them in front of certain crowds and you bomb. That's just the beauty yeah. of it. Well, what do you do? Like, like me, I'm in a radio studio. Yeah. So I get the ratings every day. Right. And thank God now I get great ratings. That wasn't the case even a year ago, two years ago. Uh, but, you know, no one's here to yell at me or heckle me or throw stuff at me. When you're in a comedy club, Dangerfields, for example, yeah. and, and no one's laughing, like, how do you make it through the whole act? That's the hardest thing, and that's happened to me a couple of times. You ever cry? Never. Never. It's yeah. the worst. You can't cry. That's actually, like, a big weakness for a comic. What yeah. I do is I, I'm really good at improv, so I'll do a lot of It's called crowd work, and I'll just start picking on the people that ha- hackle me. And I have a skill where, you know, if I compare them to a celebrity or an uglier version of them, you know, right. I try to take it easy. Right. That's when the crowd starts laughing. Or I'll be like, you know what? This went really bad. I'm going to kill myself slowly tonight. And then you get that huge laugh because it's something that everybody can relate to sure. when you're putting yourself down. Well, you, know you what I mean? should. You, maybe one night just really you should set yourself on fire. Because yeah. have somebody close by <laughs> so they can put the fire on. That will go a long the way. The worst is when there's hot guys in the crowd and yeah. they're really not laughing there's at no you. There's no hot guys in the crowd. No, Will you stop it? I've gone to comedy clubs for 30 years. Everybody looks like Artie Lang. There's nobody good looking. Did you see the looking. girls these days? The, the women in the crowd? Well, that's different. It's a weird thing. It's very bizarre. The, yes. Now they have hot. They're not funny. I have a friend of mine who's actually a good-looking girl, mm-hmm. and she was the girl that Brett Favre, when he was the quarterback of the Jets, yeah. he sent her a picture of his penis. Yeah. She was the in-studio <laughs> oh, she's girl. The one? Yeah, Jen Sturgeon. Yeah, yeah, she's hot. She's a comedian now out in Los Angeles. So she is one of the examples you're talking about. Yep. So for some reason, they're going, because I guess if you're good-looking, guys laugh anyway because they're such animals. Correct. There's a psychology right. behind it. And exactly. then you get more money. I get it. Sell more drinks. In my case, listen, I... Never put myself down. I think I'm pretty. You but, are. But, but, you but of course you are. But not and you're every, Jewish. I'm, and I'm Jewish, but I'm not universal. Like, not everybody. Today I had a comment that really pissed me off on my Instagram. They, this whole, like, oh, big cares? nose job. But I don't care. Well, you're Jewish. Right. I got I'm a big nose, too. I'm proud of it. Right. I'm Barbara Streisand. Hello. Well, you, you actually remind me a little bit of Barbara Streisand. A lot of people say that, right? Yeah, a young, a young a Barbara version. Streisand. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I love yeah. her. She's an icon. But you clearly suffer from it. You have, you have horrible self-esteem issues. Horrible. You think? Oh, my God. Your poor mother, who is a huge <laughs> fan of this show. Is <laughs> a huge Her fan. mother loves me. She loves you. Yeah. But, She's but, obsessed that I'm on right now. She's like, oh, yeah, James What, what is her name? Donna. Donna. I love Donna. Yeah. But, yeah, you, you have, uh, and this is part of the reason why, you, see, I tell people this all the time. The more tortured you are in this field, mm-hmm. whether it's me doing radio, you doing comedy, the more tortured you are, the better you are. Correct. Think of all the great ones. Now, if you're completely confident, you've got great self-esteem, you're never going to make it. 
You're right. never going to make it. Because they don't like that arrogance. It's like you can relate to that. That's why when you said when you bomb on stage or or it, it's not that I'm insecure. My point is I work really hard for comedy. So I don't just get on stage because of my looks or not. And sometimes I might not, you know, wow the crowd. But right. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we're performers, you and I. Right. And the only thing we're really here to do is perform. I think yeah. a lot of comics miss yeah. that. It's not about the joke or hitting the joke. It's about entertaining. Now, you've also got history in reality television. Yes. So <laughs> my dear friend, Bo Deedle. Bo Deedle, if you don't know him. This guy is like the biggest PI guy in the world. Mm-hmm. Companies worth like $40 million years ago. He was a big-time cop for like 20 years. And now he's an actor. He's been in Goodfellas, The Irishman, Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. Remember the scene when Leonardo's calling Bo? He's in Rayo's. Yes. Yeah, that was That's both. it. That's oh, both. wow. Yeah. So he gets involved with Louis Ruelas and uh, Teresa Giudice. Uh-huh. And if you watch the Real Housewives of New Jersey finale on Tuesday, they're mentioning Bo Dito's name all night. He yes. was on page six for that. They you were mentioning that. him all yes. night. I was like, who's Bo Dito? Right. Well, it turns right. out they lied, and Louis said Bo's got information on all of you. And I told you I know some of these ladies. Yep. Years ago, I became friendly with Dolores and Margaret. These are the worst people God ever created. They're the <laughs> worst. I happen to like Margaret. She's a nice lady. But, and and you, uh, you live in this, this uh, yes, crazy this world. world. Well, I had a show called Princesses of Long Island a girl, years ago. A girl was on my show many times years ago named Amanda Cipriani. She was on that yes, show. Yes, she, she was a cast member of mine. Yeah. It was a great show. It, was at the, it came out at the wrong time. It was a big phenomenon. It was like a mini Housewives. And from that show, after the show, I started a podcast called Chanel in the City. And I started having a lot of Bravo talent, including all the housewives we just mentioned. Yeah. And you're right. It's it's tough because you're around these people and it's not, real, it's not reality. No, right? it's not. And they're used to a different type of lifestyle. Yeah. These people are different. You know, they're just used to like not I wouldn't say drama, but confronting you in real no, life. No, it's drama. You have to Do you know understand. what I'm saying? Like they'll confront yeah. you in real life. I, I but that's get for used the show. That. I mean, and I, I, I've been with these ladies out for dinner and stuff. But what's wrong with that, though, to confront in real life? Because the comedians also told me it's a very big transition from reality to you can't just be confronting people. But like that's life, isn't it? I know that. But he wants you to create a storyline. Correct. So if you're living a relatively boring life right yep. mm-hmm. you got a husband or a boyfriend you got two kids you live in a nice house in new jersey but it's relatively boring right you won't you won't make it on the show you're right they're not going to pay you four hundred thousand or Teresa's case 1.2 million so they actually text these girls and go what is your storyline and the girls start to freak out so they will actually hurt people right. hurt people they love start fights with people all to satisfy the storyline quota for their TV show, and it is real life. What's going on between Melissa Gorga and Teresa, that's real, real life. life. Yeah. And that's disgusting. A brother and a sister, that's not good TV. And by the way, because of that, they've now stopped filming right. Real Housewives. They may come back in the fall, they may not, but that's disgusting. Well, that's the thing, too. I had an issue with that with reality TV. You're right. It's If you don't have that proper, you're always competing for that storyline, and that's kind of like selling your soul to the devil. So exactly. That's not for someone like me. Right. I'd rather be doing what you're doing, what we're doing in entertainment, instead of every time trying to hurt someone just to have that storyline. Yes. And you're talented enough to do exactly what, uh, what I'm you. doing. You do it every day against Chanel you the heard City. It? You heard it, everybody? Yes. Sid Rosenberg said it. I don't want to hear anything from anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Lou, did you hear that? She that's actually that said matters. Sid Rosenberg. If I say it, then that's all that matters that's to Chanel. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. I made my day. So tell me about this uh, this big night. You're doing something very, very nice. Yeah. It is a night of all-star comedy. Um, by the way, have you ever done Coke with Audie Lang? I've never done Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Not with anybody? No, I've never tried yeah, that drug. You're never going to make it. Uh, you, do you of... <laughs> see how I am already? How... <laughs> I mean... If I did Coke, I'd be a prostitute <laughs> on 42nd Street begging. Oh? It'd be bad. It'd be like... 
I got to tell you, the, you mo- gone wrong. The, the money's better than the comedian. I know, I know it is, it is. It's a night of all-star comedy in honor of City Harvest. And City Harvest is here to end hunger in New York City. You feed the homeless. Yep. We work for uh, two very philanthropic people. Philanthropic, that's a tough word. John and Margot Katzmatidis. And they work with everybody. So they'll appreciate this as much as we will. Tell us about this uh, big night and exactly what you're looking to raise. All right. Well, we have a great comedy show. It's called the All-Star Comedy Show. So basically I book the best comedians on Netflix, Comedy Central, all over the world. We have a lineup. I host a show. It's May 27th. You got Dave Chappelle, right? Uh, one day. Just say yes. Yes, we got Dave Chappelle. We had Cedric the Entertainer on. That's good. You know, that's a big deal. We, yeah. You know, we had... Um, uh, Jeff Ross on. So there's like some big people oh, that the, come on. That he roasted me once. He did? And He's the, the best roaster ever. Uh, the best. And at the time, he was still friends. Who's the fat kid? He died. He was his best friend. He was very funny. The guy oh, Chris Farley. No, not Chris Farley. No. He talked about the Chinese buffet. You here for hour. For hour. You buy nothing. Um, um, Come on. He was a, a Frankie, big fat guy. He was Jeff Ross's best friend. See, I was in that whole world, just See, so you that, know. Right, that I whole know world. I know what these guys. The, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you had Jeff Ross. But then we also have the younger comedians like Jessica Kirsten, who's hilarious. Yes. Oh, his and, name was John Panette. I'm sorry. Go ahead, John yeah. Panette. And uh, Cypher Sound. So we've had, like, major people, you know, drop in. Um, and then, of course, like, the native New York comedians. Mar- uh, May 27th at 9 p.m. at the Grizzly Pear, Midtown. It's a new hot bar restaurant. I've never heard of that. It's, it's not a comedy club. It, it's, a, it's a comedy club. They had one in McDougal Street. That was their flagship one. Oh, um, and now they have one in Midtown. But it's great to get food right before the show. It starts at 9 p.m. We're raising money for City Harvest. City Harvest is a, a charity near and dear to my heart. Why is that? Because Why is that? It's one of the most legit charities that I've done due diligence I'll tell you on. Why. I'll give you your, and better, they feed the hungry. You, you want the better answer? Yeah. In the profession you're in? Yeah. You're seconds away from being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Right, though. There's your With answer. The money I'm making in comedy is nothing. I, yeah, I literally seconds. go and I eat for free. That's why I do it. I swear. I'm like, Mom, don't worry about me. I got food. I'm here with the homeless eating. I'm not Chanel. She was just on the show. I don't understand. They, I, I was a princess of Long Island, and now I became homeless to feed the hungry. Let me tell you something. They eat well. What we do is we go to Whole Foods, and Whole Foods downtown wow. leaves us the extra food. We go. We clean it. We bag it. And we're feeding them the right nutritionist food, just oh. just like anybody else, That's you know, nice. That's so nice. that they feel good and they feel like they're yeah. humans and they still need to eat just yeah. as good as any anybody else. Every you know? Wednesday night, uh, my friend Niles and those guys, they feed the homeless uh, right by Madison Square Garden. And the oh, mayor nice. goes, and I've gone with Mayor Eric Adams two or three times to help feed the homeless yeah. on Wednesday nights. That's nice. Yeah, it is I nice. love doing that. You know, you feel good. I, I've I been did. raised with charity and I've been raised to do... At, at some point, I felt very selfish with comedy just, just to make people laugh because it's also kind of a narcissistic thing to just get attention. Yeah. So I needed something else to say, why am I making people laugh? It's not just for the attention. It's to help somebody else. It's to raise awareness for City Harvest to help feed the hungry. At least we're putting ourselves out there, right, in this way awesome. to do something good. It's great. You're, you're, so you're we're very... trying to raise any money, anything. And by the way, you can help out if you don't have the money. No problem. Go to cityharvest.org. You can volunteer. It's that easy. Cityharvest.org. Yeah. And you can make donations there, too. Make donations there, okay. too. Yeah. And again, quickly, we've got 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. For people that want to go May 27th, what's the best way to make sure they get in? TheGrizzlyPair.com. You can also use a discount code right now for $10 a ticket because it's $25, uh, $20 right now. Uh, use Chanel in the City code. Tell them Chanel in the City sent you. Also do that for City Harvest, and you'll be in good hands. How many days a week do we hear Chanel in the City? Once a week. You can hear it on iHeartRadio, Spotify, all the pl- uh, podcast platforms. Uh, we got a great... Uh, interview coming up with the Summerhouse cast. I don't oh, know really? if people are yeah, I, like I know Summerhouse fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really great interview. Um, 
it's a great show, great season. Yeah. I think you're going to get a lot of clarity yeah. if if you want from yeah. this season. So. Great, great is probably a stretch, but it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're great. You trying to make to myself great. important here. <laughs> I, am, I do like, watch not, it. I do watch the show. And I like it when they take the summer house folks and put them with the housewives and yeah, they, the, they the, mix the, it up. The, the, yeah, the mix up. That's yeah. what I, I hope. Hopefully you'll see me back on TV. Maybe I'll be on a mix up show you one be. day. You're, 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 you're pretty. You're smart. Thank you're funny. You got it all going. Where are all the guys then? Well, Sydney, uh, where are all the guys? Th- to be honest, the guys that you would like, because yeah. I think I got to know you in the last 15 minutes, yeah. they're in prison. Uh, <laughs> I'll go on. You can take my headshot. I can tell she likes the man. Who boys. said that? Yeah. You, you got some pretty good looking guys in this building, but I don't know if they're married or I'm not a homewrecker. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'll, be the, feeding, you'll be feeding them, but Sydney, it's probably. You're talking about me. We've got to wrap this up. Chanel was great. Chanel Omari, folks, check her out. And of course, check out that big night, May 27th. Chanel in the city her podcast drops once a week oh you went to it didn't you you went to it <laughs> she has she definitely has the streisand she does do I? barbara streisand i should play her i hope to play her in a movie if anybody hears this i should do funny girl all over again oh my god yeah. that'd be amazing be perfect. yeah perfect. Be perfect yeah good for you then good for your mother donna sounds Thank like you. a great lady okay.